Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Hearts of Men, a Rock Life podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm Arlen. And welcome back. Another week, another episode. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Glad to be back. Uh, most definitely. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, like I said, this is a mo- uh, well-needed um, podcast. Oh, definitely. We've been getting the feedback and people have been saying that, you know, the, the topics that we've been speaking on and reaching on have definitely been reaching some people. And we've been invited to speak to a group of men at our church. And it has been going pretty well. And, you know, we see the already see the impact and the value of what we've been doing, what God has tasked us with. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's. I mean, because you never know what's going what's going on with people. So you don't, you don't, and, and you know the words that we that we've spoken. It's just like, man, we just, you know, it's just a conversation. We're just talking about different experiences and things like that, and then you just realize, like, wow, just a conversation actually reached someone and inspired someone and it just touched someone. So it's uh, it's always good to hear, right. Especially to have to have us come out and you know want to talk about it because you know we we hope they like they listen to the podcast as well you know talk about certain things because it's not it's not easy for a lot of men to open up definitely definitely so that's a I will I will consider that a big win for us <laughs> yeah definitely definitely yep um we so so this episode you know this is off the um, off the weekend of the Fourth of July. So, I mean, whenever you listen, so whenever you listen to this, this is, you know, after the Fourth, you know, holiday, and it was odd because the Fourth was on a Sunday this year. <laughs> so, so you know, we every, so everybody, most people celebrated on the Fourth. Some people celebrated on the Fifth because you know yep. that was some people's holidays. So you know, it threw everybody off the week. Exactly, it did. I was just like, man, how it just felt kind of weird this year. But I mean, we we still celebrated, we still grilled, we still ate, you know, barbecue, and we kept it moving. <laughs> right, and um, that's gonna be a little segue into our. That's a little segue into our topic for the evening. Um, where uh, I'll let Arlo talk about it a little bit more, but um, but basically for our um. You know, being like a mentor or, um, you know, being a mentor to people or, you know, who was a mentor to you. Definitely, definitely. So just stemming from, you know, what happened over the past weekend with the uh, the two young, uh, the two young people that were involved in a fatal shooting. And uh, I would, you know, just watching TV and um looking at some of the reports and, you know, reading some of the articles. And then they're like, well, one of the things that will combat or can combat teen violence. And, you know, this is all over, all over our country. It's just a lot of these kids, they don't have strong, they don't have father figures in the house or they don't have strong, like a strong male figure to, to look up to. So they're just really out here trying to figure it out on their own. Um, and they're, you know, they're getting heavily influenced by what's on TV, um, the music that they're listening to, 
other friends, you know, in their peer group. And then they're also looking at other people that even may be older than them in their neighborhood who are either, you know, drug dealers or they're just really not doing anything positive. Um, so, you know, and then really all my life, I've been some type of mentor, whether it's like in elementary school when I was like in fourth and fifth grade, I would go to like a kindergarten or first grade class and I would read to them. And I actually still keep in contact with one of the, the, the guys when I was like in fourth grade, I think he was in kindergarten. We're still good friends. I used to just go to their class and, and read to them. So, you know, as far as me, I've always been some type of mentor. I, I've been, I was involved in the upper bound program in high school. And then after I graduated high school and went to college, I would go back um, for three consecutive summers and be a, like a tutor counselor is what they called it, a TC. And just mentor the, the you know, the, the college bound kids. And a lot of kids are just confused and, you know, they didn't really know what they wanted to do um, after high school. So I was just kind of there to, to guide them and share them, share with them my, uh, my own testimony, you know, when I was in high school and when I was their age, basically. Um, so just a lot of, a lot of the, the violence that we're seeing today dealing with the more so the, the group, the age group between like 12 and like 19. And I would even throw some 20 year, some 20 uh, year olds in there. That's the target group. Um, and the, the police chief was just like, you know, if we can get them like fourth and fifth grade, you know, that would be good to, 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 you know, start mentoring these particular uh, kids in this age group, men and the, the boys and the girls. Um, that's the spot where we want to get them at because when they start to, you know, from like fifth grade, that's like kind of like 10, 11, and he started getting into 12 and 13 and 14 is really where um, study shows is that, uh, that's kind of where, I, that's like a turning point, basically. Um, so yeah. we really want to focus on, you know, that that age range, like, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade. And I think about my nephew, because my nephew, is, he'll be in third grade next year. And that's where they're, the kids are easily influenced. And I look back at to where, and it, see, and we grew up in a different time period because, and I was just talking to a family member over the weekend, and just like we didn't have to worry about what these kids got to worry about now, you know. With, and then they have access to social media, so they just—that's a whole world that, that that they have access to, that you know that we didn't have that growing up. So a lot of the things that they see via social media, you know, that's why you know you have these you know kids that are like eight, nine years old going in through depression. And it just, they just have so much access to things that we didn't have. And then growing up, you know, in the neighborhood I grew up, it wasn't, you know, you, that's the last thing you thought of was somebody your age shooting another person your your age. Because there was I mean, different man. people. That, yeah, and there were different people in the community that we looked up to, you know, and then really all of, and the thing about my friend group, the majority of us, all our, our parents were married and they're still married. So that was kind of like um, a thing that we had in common and everybody's parents knew everybody. So if I went over to my friend Derek's house and my mom would be like, where are you going? I'm going over to Derek's house. She knew, she, you know, her, my, my mom and his mom was like good friends in high school and, and everybody knew everybody. So, we, and then we had different male figures in the, in the community that we looked up to. Well, we had different mentors, different, um, you know, teachers at the school. Uh, so I just think of every, all the, the mentors that I had that influenced me, that helped me get to where I'm at. And I think about like, what if I didn't have that? What if, what if my dad wasn't in the household? What if I didn't listen to, you know, 
certain teachers and uh, administrative administrative staff that was at my high school when I was in Upper Bound, where would I be? So that's where a lot of these kids are right now. Um, and then, you know, like I said, they're getting influenced by so many outside sources. So then you, you know, you have events that what took place um, uh, this past weekend. Uh, and not saying it'll only take a mentor, but that's just a starting point where we want to, you know, reel in these kids and just some of these kids just want a, a hug. I remember I was talking to a young guy and he was just, I mean, he was one of the, like, I guess out of his group, he was like one of the hardest or gangsterous kids. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like 11 and 12 and I got to talking to him and he was just like a kid. He liked to do, you know, he liked to, he said he liked to put together like model cars and stuff like that, but just a neighborhood that he was growing up in and in the, the way and he grew up in a single parent household and his mom was always at work. So he would always be at home alone. So he was just able to get into all kinds of just mischievous stuff. And he's just like, man, I just want to be a kid. And he, he really started crying. And it's just like, man, a lot of these kids, they, they just want to be kids, but they're forced to, to do other things because of their environment. So it's just, it's just, um, it's just mind boggling because I didn't have that growing up. But I had, you know, people that I knew growing up, whether it be family members or friends that, you know, they had the same situation, but we had a close knit, like kind of like a family unit within our friend group to where my friend's mom, you know, well, my friend over here, he would consider my dad, his dad and, you know, vice versa or whatever. So, you know, it just, it just, you know, we, we have to, as black men doing something positive, you know, we're married. We, you know, we're, we're, um, we're active in ministry. You know, we, we have, uh, you know, we're, we're doing good at, on our jobs and then we have careers. We have to do a better job at, you know, being a mentor to some of these kids, because that's really all they want is somebody to look up to. And they want somebody to look up to that, you know, that's, that's doing something positive, you know, raising a family, working, you know, being a leader in the church, uh, entrepreneurship, running their own business, um, you know, in a prominent position at, at their career, whether it be, you know, whether if you're a plumber, electrician or a computer programmer, or if you, you know, you sell cars, you're still making an honest living and it's somebody that they could, you know, look up to. Yeah, I mean, you mean you, you made a lot of good points um, because we because if I didn't have because, you know, how you say you like, what if you grew up in a house without your dad? I mean, that's what I did. I grew up in a house without my dad. So, you know, I didn't have, but I had still had mentor figures. I had my grandfather, I had my uncle, you know, who spoke life into me, um, yeah. you know, taught me not to be out in the streets um, doing this, doing that. Um, but I, you know, and um, I did a, I did a mentor program when I was a, um, a sophomore in high school. I was, um, um, they had us mentor our because they had our step our um step start at seventh grade. Our school went to seventh started at seventh grade, went all the way to twelfth. Okay. So they had so they had the um so they had the soft some of the sophomores mentor those sophomores that were in the um, post secondary, which was college prep classes. They had some of us mentor the um kids that were in like seventh and eighth grade, and that you know they assigned us to who you know who we was going to talk to, and it was. Um, and thinking back, it was like, I could have done a lot more to the, to my mentee for my mentee. 
I could have yep. said a lot more. But, you know, then in high school, you know, I'm still trying to figure myself out. But, exactly. you know, I thought of what I could, you know, from just what I've, I've experienced, because it's basically still like a kid teaching a kid. Yep. And it's so, it's, but it made me, it did want, like, when I grew up, was growing up, like, anybody who was, like, younger than me, you know, I would try to, you know, try to mentor them, like, as much as I could, give them the right advice, lead them in the right direction. And, you know, I wish I could have kept up with, you know, the, the person I, um, the, my mentee that I did, you know, I wish because, but I switched schools. So, you know, I didn't end up um, keeping, keeping up with it. But um, like you said, like some of these kids out here, just like, they don't have some of the right direction um, to go in. Um, they're not, they don't have the right people in their lives that's going to help them grow and be who they need to be as you know especially as men yep because that's i mean it's, it's difficult because it's difficult as coming from a uh, you know mother single mother raising this raising a son the single mother can't teach the can't teach a boy how to be a man exactly and you know it's definitely it's definitely hard you know, like you know i felt for my mom you know that you know that she you know had to raise me but like I said, I had my grandfather, I had my uncles, um, you know, even my even my cousin. I mean, he wasn't always doing the right things, but, you know, he would teach me to um, like, like, you know, don't do this. Um, don't listen to this song. You shouldn't be doing this, even though he was doing it. But that's what that was. A, that was the thing, because he was doing it. He was trying to let me know that I shouldn't do that. This is not something to do, because right. as um because you know, me and my cousin, me and my cousin were the, are, are like we're the only child, so we had each other. We were we were basically grew up as brothers. So you know, looking up to that's who I looked up to. You know, other than my uncles, like that was the closest in age who I looked up to. Right. Yep. So what? So you know, and that's what and that's what some of these kids are like. They have like they have a cousin or an uncle who maybe you know um, be take. They doing drugs, selling drugs, mm -hmm. um, smoking yep. weed, doing all this, and this is who they're looking up to. This is their role models. So they see them have a gun, they're like, they're they're not gonna tell that little kid, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have a gun. No, most most majority, I I, I can't say maybe fifty percent, maybe more, lead down the same path. Most people don't be like, don't go down the same path I'm in. Let me teach yep. you something different. And that's how we end up with, you know, the shootings, you know, exactly. and, and, their, and their kids, they're barely, they're barely even living yet. And their life is already gone. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it, it just, it starts at home. Um, and then like some of the, it starts at home, but some of these kids don't even have a home. And when I mean home, I don't, I'm not talking about like the physical, I'm just talking about, you know, a home as far as, you know, with love and respect and trust and, you know, right. all those things that, that that makes a happy home. They don't have that. They may have somewhere like physically, they may have a house or somewhere to go to and it could be nice, right. but it doesn't mean that, you know, that, that there's a you know caring, there's love, there's laughter. Um, you know, there's, there's God, there's <laughs> prayer, because I think of all the elements that make up, that made up, you know, us growing myself and me and my, my brother and sister growing up 
you know, there was always prayer, there was music, there was laughter, there was love. I mean, I can go, I can go on basically is that that's how we were brought up. And a right. lot of kids don't have that. So they look for it in other places that they shouldn't. And then they, they get influenced by other things that they shouldn't. And then we have a situation, what we had, what we had over the past weekend. And it's just, it's sad because, um, I think one of the kids were 19 and the other one was 16. And I mean, well, I, and, and then I always kind of related back to myself, like, what was I doing at 16? Like, you know, we what? were out having fun at the mall, buying outfits, buying shoes and seeing who can get the most numbers in the mall. I mean, that's just, <laughs> you know, just, just kids, just fun kids. Stuff. And when I was 19, I was a freshman at in college. So it's just like, wow, like, you know, those two individuals just cut their life short. They had their whole life ahead of them. You know, right. things that, you know, family, marriage, all that I'm thinking of when I'm from from the time I was 16 till now, like everything, you know, I, I experienced. And I'm just like, wow, I just got cut short. And, you know, right. prayers go out to the both both uh, of the families that were affected. And there were some people people injured down there. I hope pray that they, uh, you know, they're for speedy recovery. But um, <laughs> and, and then at my job where I work at, even in my previous job role. Uh, I was a mentor to a group of fourth graders, which, you know, it fits into that that group, you know, when they're, you know, 9, 10, 11. So they're they're in that group. And, you know, I we would go and do different things with them uh, as far as like math, science and and uh, just some fun activities. And then with my where, where I'm at now, I have a, the chance to be a mentor to some high school, a high school student um, at a pretty much a, a predominantly black high school here in the city. So. Um, you know, I'm excited about that. And it's just, you know, I try to just do my part as much as I can. When when I see stuff like what happened over the past weekend, it's just it just God gives me confirmation that, you know, you need to be a mentor. You need to continue to do what you've been doing, you know, working with the young kids and then just sharing your life experiences. Because I've been on both sides of the fences so I can, you know, share my testimony and, you know, give give advice and things that you know, I did and the mistakes not to make um, to someone else. And it doesn't have to be, you know, family. It could be just someone you don't know. It could be a friend of a family. It could be whether you're joining a, some type of mentorship program. I mean, and they're all over. You could just Google mentorship wherever you're you, you, in your city. And they have these programs. And sometimes it's sad because a lot of these mentor, these mentor programs are just, they want people that are willing to work with their kids and a lot of people either they don't know about them or they're they're scared. It's just like, well, I got my own kids to worry about. But sometimes we have to get out of that mentality. I mean, you know, we do our our first priority is our house. Then we need to find time for maybe someone else who is less fortunate. That's always been my personal philosophy. Is yeah, I'm you know, got to get my house to order. You know, yeah. this and that. But but there's there's also some there's always more you can do in that area to help someone else out because it it'll it'll just it's like the gift that keeps on giving so i just pray you know i pray every day that, that god gives me strength to, to be able to 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 just you know be a mentor just pray that you know someone who i spoke with i changed their way of thinking or they may have had a a thought that they were going to go grab a gun later today and it's just like well since i talked to mr arlen over here I'm not going to do that because I want to go to college. I want to do this when I get, you know, his age or when I get older. 
Um, you know, I want to start my own business and, and, and do, you know, I want to work for a particular company that, you know, so it's just, you know, I pray for um, that God continues to give me that strength to, to continue to, to just be a positive role model um, in the community and to, um, you know, kids outside of my family. Right. I mean, you, you have to, especially, especially in this day and age, you have to um, stay on top of that. And you know, be that. Make sure you you are there, or you're you're showing it wherever you go. Yeah. Um, you know, we're always told, you know, going to church, you know, like, let your light shine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't ever don't ever dim your light for nobody. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and, that, and that's what we should. And that's what and that's right. We that's what we should be doing. We should never. We should always show our light. We should never let our um, light dim for nobody, because that's what the devil wants. He want you know he wants us not to be there for each other. Exactly. He wants us to bring each other down. And, you know, that's part of, you know, the whole mentorship is like you, you like you build, you're building somebody up. You're building them up to be something great. You're building yep. them up. You're teaching them what you went through. So they don't, so they don't have to go through that same thing and that they can, and that you can see them succeed where you didn't succeed. Exactly. Like, like maybe you made a journey and that, that, that they can make, you know, so it's always, you know, it's always good, you know, this this to show it whether somebody whether somebody's paying attention to you or somebody's not. Yep. So. Exactly. Exactly. So so yeah, we uh you know, we're just praying for, you know, the families that were involved in the past in the shooting this past weekend. Um, you know, the people who were injured, we're praying for their recovery. And uh we're just praying that, you know, we get some strong some some strong men to to be mentors to to more you know specifically to the, the these black uh, these young black kids and uh, some some of the women you know be mentors to some of the, some of our young ladies because the, this is our future you know 20, 30 years from now the these will be the people who will be you know in working in jobs who will be you know for, hopefully former well current CEOs, future CEOs, they'll have their own businesses and and things like that. So we really have to start right now. And so, you know, as time progresses, that they'll stray away from what they would have if they would have just stayed in the situation uh, in their, in our, in their house. So, so yeah, I just, um, you know, I pray, pray to God every day that that things just start getting better. And like I said, it starts with, with us. It starts with, you know, this podcast, you know? Right. So it, it, I think we're doing the, the right thing when it comes to, you know, the different topics that we're, we're speaking on because we're, we, so for instance, like if we're speaking on a topic and it, it inspires someone who's a father and then he takes the advice that he got from us and then he pours it into his kids. Now it's mm-hmm. just starting, uh, you know, we, we we kind of did a a whole like kind of like a 180 um back to the kids you know back to the to the wife and then it kind of goes on so of course like you said uh never don't never dim your light even if it makes people feel uncomfortable because it's what god it's what god gave you and it's what god wants you to do and god wants you to use the gifts that he's he's blessed you with so so um so i definitely um going to continue to pray for for our strength to continue to keep going on 
to, to be a positive role model, not only in our family, but in our communities. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, let's go ahead and pray. Yep. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for this this podcast, Lord. We we want to um, make sure that we reaching out to every every person that listens to this, whether it be man or woman, Lord. That we reach out, that we're touching somebody, Lord. And even if it's just that one person that we're touching, we we continue to touch that person to encourage that person because we want to let our light shine, Lord. We do not, we are not going to dim this for nobody, Lord. We will let people see us for who we are because when they see, if they see us, they see you, Lord. We want to leave an everlasting impression of you, God, on everybody that listens to us, Lord, everybody that we touch, God, everybody that we touch. We continue to pray for these this past shooting, Lord, for the for the families, Lord, that were for the kids that were killed, Lord, and the kids that were and, and the people that were injured, Lord. We ask that you continue to bless us and guide us in everything that we do. We bless the hearers and listeners and doers of your mighty word. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So Amen. thank you once again for joining us. I mean, like you said, we we have to um, leave a lasting impression, a last a good lasting impression. On oh, you. definitely, definitely. <laughs> and I think I think we've been doing a, a pretty good job at that. So, you know, get all glory to God. Yes. Know, and you know, we we just continue to to pray for strength to continue to keep on daily. Right. So, um, like to thank you again for joining us tonight. This has been the Hearts of Men, a Rock Life podcast. I have been Brandon. And I'm Arlen. And we'll see you next time.